Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Consumer Culture, the weekly talk show, or whatever the hell you want to call it, where we just can't settle on one topic to talk about on a podcast for 50, 100 episodes, so we change it every week. Oh, this yeah. week is the 2010s One Hit Wonders, and mostly convinced by Adam here, I'm Jesse, with always my co-host, Hello. the Alabama to my shakes. Adam, how are you doing, Adam? Ah. Man... <laughs> I was thinking I the other day. I figured you'd just you'd get a good chuckle. I was thinking the other day, when are we getting a new Alabama Shakes album? Um, it's yeah, time, right? right? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, and um, that last album was so good. It, it was really good. Color. I love that album. Yeah. Um, neither of us did. Neither of us thought of a fun or dumb <clears throat> bit. So we're back to the old theme song today. Yeah, right. I couldn't think um, of anything. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back I and forth. It makes we'll sense figure something out. Like like a music themed episode you don't want to blow your load at the beginning you know you just right. have a, like um, a standby <laughs> so yeah, so, of, uh, yeah so you we're say doing, that uh, but the first song the first uh one hit one we're gonna talk about is like the equivalent of like the internet blowing its load on a one it hit is. wonder it's it, it's the massive it's, one it's it's something. the it's the two month fever dream that I was super angry existed, and then when people stopped talking about it, I actually listened to it. And I'm like, hey, this is pretty good because it was 2012, and I was about to of say, course, God. I was that person. I was about to say, yes, boy, I there's know. just an embodiment of being in your being white, straight white dude in your early 20s. Let's go. Yep. No, 17, 18. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. Luke. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. 낮에는 따사로운 인간적인 여자. 커피 한 잔에 여유를 아는 품격 있는 여자. 밤이 오면 심장이 뜨거워지는 여자. 그런 반전 있는 여자. 오빤 강남 스타. 야, 스탑. 헤이트는 is bad. It's <laughs> like I I, 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 I remember the, I wouldn't say it was the same as you. Like, I didn't hate it. But right? I didn't get it in the way that I do now. Yeah, um so I have two things. One um I totally understood without really thinking about it uh, after someone's like, "Oh, so this is Korean LMAFO. And I was like, oh. Except, right. no, I, I think except that be- is Except a better. This guy's probably yeah. got a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, so again, about six months, maybe a year after this, I watched him sing this song in the f- fucking town, the Times Square of Seoul, Korea. Oh, wow. And there was like, yeah, it was like 80,000 people all doing the dance and singing at the same time and i just my favorite thing in the world about music is watching that many people sing the same thing in unison yeah 
And just watching that video, I can almost feel like the earth tilt on its axis because you can watch everyone jump up and down together. And it was okay. Never mind. Yeah, this guy that's, is that's genius. I love stuff like that. Yeah. It's and also, incredible. one of my favorite Pract article titles was how Psy tricked the world in giving him $8 million. <laughs> Only eight? Um, yeah, I think it's probably way more than that now. That was probably it's when it first hit. It's probably like 20 now or I'm, something. I'm, it's so weird, because like, 20 feels still feels low. They're like, hey, you made... <laughs> yeah, because this was the, just cultural phenomenon from a guy who like... Yeah, you made literally the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And we're not going to pay you as really much as amazing. The Rock in yeah, his next sorry. movie. <laughs> well, that's always kind of how music's been treated, I'd say. Yeah. But, um, and he's always been a top guy, though, in Korea. Like, he, he, his first three songs in 2001 were number one hits in Korea. So he yeah. always was, like, I that way that was up and down. And then, I don't know, Game of Style just did it right for people. It was the t time of the internet. Where it's people would honestly, find this. It's that video. That video is so oh, yeah. weird and fun yeah. and like it has the right tone because like it's it doesn't take itself seriously. It's it's just kind of like yeah, we're just here to be fun and this is a really catchy song and everybody's gonna enjoy it because like it's just kind of uh, inoffensive and joyful and yeah. you know. And some of the best parodies like there was a Deadpool one which was really great. And uh, just different stuff like that that bounces yeah, off. It was um, what's really so crazy. He managed to ride off the high because technically, by you know, like we talk about, by actual numbers, he's not a one-hit wonder because this next song came in at number five in America, which blows I'm, my mind. But if you want to look, if you want to look at the sales, I don't even know how that happened because it's not registered for the RIAA at all. But yeah. he only made like certified gold in four countries, while he certified uh, multiple platinum in like eight countries for Gangnam Style. So, like, if you want to look at actual sales instead of chart positions, he's definitely a one-hit wonder because nothing remotely comes close. Not even. yeah, and also like, charts yeah. <laughs> are charts. No, 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 yeah, and that's one of the main things we do this for. Yeah. Did he just refer to himself as a mother, father, gentleman? Something, something close to that. I, th I think that there's a couple of R's left out of there, and it's just yeah, it mata, faka. But uh, it's still a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. I, I want to listen to his discography 
to be perfectly honest, because I'm curious I'm of good. just like how good he holds. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think Gangnam Scott style is like just enough. It was just like, oh yeah, this is yeah. fun, and like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Okay, bye. He has a song called Hangover with Snoop Dogg. Of course he does. Tell me you don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Ah, nothing against it. Bad. I just. Mm. He's slowed down though. He he's released a couple of stuff, but I don't know if it's like him or getting noticed or what. Um, I mean, he doesn't really have to do anything. He's still probably riding that Gangnam Style money. Yeah, uh, it's over. It's like three point two billion views. Half yep. the world has watched the Gangnam Style YouTube video. It's I yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Three point two billion. Wow. And yep. then. And it's not even the most watched anymore, because we had Gangnam Style 2.0 last year, or the year before last, with Despacito. That's right. God, Despacito was massive. That was, it was just um, Gangnam Style 2.0. It's yeah, that's fair. Funny foreign people not speaking English with a catchy song. Yeah. I, it's really crazy. And, and you know, we had to white-eyes it with uh, the... Uh, What's his version? Justin Bieber. Uh, Justin Bieber. Just Good yeah, God. the remix version with Justin Bieber. Why does that exist? That's not necessary. Despacito has 5.9 billion views. My God, it, man, that Mexican market, Latina market. I'm wild, sorry, man. that's my fault. Yeah, it's, it's really wild, intense. Man. It makes it makes me wonder what the internet could have done with other songs that we've looked over that were. Like Latino or just international hits that probably wouldn't have been like we've talked about multiple times. Foreign people with funny accents doing a catchy yeah. song, where where that would be? Could you imagine if the internet was around with like um, uh, Electric Avenue? It might have been bigger. Yeah, honestly though, all of this traces its lineage back to the Macarena. This is true. That's right. Like no, all hey, of this, these are just byproducts from the Macarena. That's it. That's all this it is. This is very true. <laughs> it's, yeah. It happens like once every seven to ten years, we get a <laughs> foreign catchy song that gets ludicrous, like way bigger than it has any right to be. Just the Macarena. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so size, yep. I don't know. This I. There are several of these. We're going to get to how out of touch I am. I know this next song, not as a song, but as a trick. <laughs> to make me think that I want to use Internet Explorer. That's interesting.
Yeah, I know what commercial song, you're talking about now. I yeah, thought, the reason I had the song to think hit about was it. because of that Internet Explorer commercial. Like, yeah, that song, that commercial came before this song hit the charts. So we're gonna we we have a couple um, different like musical um, styles that really blow up at the beginning of this decade that um, we're gonna talk about, and this is like right off of two the idea of two things because clearly you have the dubstep thing which yep. came from mostly skrillex and all that stuff and then you have the folksy part that i will to this day say started with tighten up by black keys i think that was the first big song and then after that it, it was stuff like pumped up like, kicks that, and that, I don't yeah think pumped up pseudo folksy at all i know i don't think that's it's, anything well, folksy about pumped up kicks i would say there's a direct line between this and avici or avici or whatever his name is yeah, Avicii, I think Avicii uh, yeah. after this, actually. It is, it is, but, like, this leads yeah, yeah. to that. Um, but yeah, oh, like, yes, absolutely. That, like, yeah. folky... And so does another song we'll get to later. Yeah, um, which was also big because it was in commercials. Um, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, folky, like, Dan Auerbach-sounding lead singer with dubstep behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. It is a um, And this thing. is, like, the... Yeah, this is Alex Clare. I forgot this song existed till about five months ago. Like, genuinely, I, I was trying to figure out was, what it was. I forgot the song existed until about, until about 45 minutes ago when I was pulling these songs. It was, oh, yeah, this song. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is number seven in the U.S., four in the U.K., and this is pretty much it for one him. in Germany. Uh, yeah, that's right. Of course. The, the Germans is, love the oh, dubstep. Oh, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> they love the dubstep. If it's going to hit number uh, one anymore, it's going to be in Germany. Oh yeah, because it's what we've talked about. The whitest bread is yep. number one in Germany. Yep. Um, we're David about Hasselhoff. to start a weird journey of like the next like five artists, kind of sort of share the same space stylistically with a couple of different touches and changes. Like this sorta. is the most as- this is the most askew with the the dubstep. But I think yeah. all of these because because they're all like British or, or non-American white men with like deep voices and and folksy tones to it and stuff um so his next song treading water didn't really do anything 179 in the uk which is a weird chart um and it's all right but he definitely had one idea i guess You know what this song's missing? Wub, wub. You know it's song's missing, missing something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? And What's an Explore commercial to make it popular. <laughs> like, that's what um, it is. Probably. Like, it's funny. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. But it was like, man, 
God, what are two products that are a thing right now? 2011. Wham. And that's, yep. it's really not much yeah. more to it. I don't even like, you know, like I don't hate it. I think it's interesting, but it feels kind of lackluster and like actual. Like, even, even that first song, it's just kind of like wallpaper. It is. It's just like, Very... yeah, this is. It sounds wallpaper like, that vibrates, but it's still wallpaper. It sounds like a song that gets written to be played at a nightclub on like an NBC sitcom. It's like we don't want to pay to license something, so get get somebody to just throw something together for us to play in the background quietly. Damn, that's that first that's, song. That's Where's it. the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> John Newman. All right. The next, 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 Elton John, I guess. You know that's what he's going for. No, I turned wrong, left your heart torn. Is that what devils do? Took you so long, where only fools go. I shook the angel and young. Now I'm rising from the crowd. Enough to you Feel with all the strength I find There's nothing I can't do So I'm pretty sure for the longest time, like through the decade at least, I thought that this and the previous song were by the same guy. I'm pretty sure. I could see that. This dude is uh, more Sherry, Cher-ish. Cause, like, Interesting. He is, again, like singing out of the back of his throat. Right. Um, Sorry. He technically has another big hit with like uh, Calvin Harris as a feature artist, but yeah. You know, that's I don't whatever. Think <laughs> I could tell you a single... I don't think I could pick out a Calvin Harris song. I can't either. Like, and that's not like me trying to be cool. That's just me being yeah. really out of touch. I, I really I, like... Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, Calvin like, Harris is, is kind of a flat, older style... Um, that's why I like Zed more, which I'm sure you could probably couldn't pick out a Zed song either because we already who? talked about that. <laughs> um, the guy who did the middle and stay. Um, oh, yeah. That you guy. played their song last week. Yeah. Listen, I, um, uh, listen it's fine. I assume that that song, that that middle song is like some girl named like, like, like an Allison, but like it's just a one name song and there's a Y in there somewhere. Like, you tell me that's by somebody named Zed, and just, I don't know. No, that's not a Zed. That's an Oakley, but there's like 12 E-I-G-H's in it. Oh my god. Anyways, um, yeah, so this only actually hit, uh, 30 in the U.S., um, but it has a lot of platinum sales too in every other country. Um, and he still charted a lot for, uh... Well, not a lot. Two or three more songs in the top ten in the UK. Next one, number nine, Cheating, is a about a continuation of the same, really. 
Okay. Let me see here. Cheating. And I feel like I've heard this somewhere too. Basic-ass white southern dude, but I really yeah. like this song. No, I do too. It, um, it makes me think of one of my more favorite um, songs. It's very like loud and slappy like this, um, and I just lost it, son of a bitch. Um, uh, well, hold on, I'm out. coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that a lot, which I enjoy. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like It just, just has more personality. Like This feels more like, this feels less like we need to get this on the charts. Yeah. Because that, that other song, it really just strikes me as, what is the formula? How, how can we imagine Dragons, this song, in the top ten? <laughs> and this one is just like, you know, I just want to, like, record, like, a James Brown song. Yeah, and it, like, I feel like this should be in some kind of, like, romance triangle spy movie, but I couldn't tell you which one. <laughs> Man, you know what it would be good in if the movie was any good and not trash? Yeah. In that movie with Drew Barrymore, Chris Pine, and Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. This means war. Yeah. If that movie yeah. wasn't terrible, this song would be great in it. Was that Drew Barrymore or Catherine Heigl? It definitely wasn't Catherine Heigl. It might not have been okay. Drew Barrymore, but it wasn't Catherine Heigl. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, no. Who's that going to bother me? I knew that. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be in it. Uh, night and Day, or yeah. it could be any of those kind of yeah, movies. Yeah, Cameron Diaz is in Night and Day. Listen, they're all the same. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just know it's not Catherine Heigl because she ain't getting movie work. No, Cameron Diaz is in Night and Day. Yeah, Cameron, <laughs> no, that's, that's, you said that's Drew anymore. No, I said no way. Oh. Cameron Diaz is in Night and Day. Oh, I'm sorry. I corrected myself. I missed. Well, I missed it. Sorry. They're all the same. <laughs> this yeah, so are good. these songs. <laughs> This song's good. This song's better. My no, it is. has got humor. Oh, this song. She's a giggle at a funeral. Was everybody's disapproval. Should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh poison each week. We were born sick. You heard them say it. My church offers no absolutes She tells me worship in the bedroom The only heaven I'll be sent to Is when I'm alone with you I was born sick, but I love it Command me to be well yeah. 
God, this song's so good. Um, I honestly have the same issue that you have for other songs. I've just heard this too much that I'm tired of it. I'm not big on it. I, I enjoyed it when I first heard it a couple times. I was like, this is really I unique. This think is I've cool. But I'm expressed having exhausted. that issue with a song. You said that about the middle last week. Again, you're like, I've heard it oh. so many times well, I don't no, like that's it. That's because I was forced to hear it. I said I heard it when I was at work. It's a different thing. Like, I've, I've never like heard a song on the radio too many times of being like, actually, I don't like this. Any- like, it isn't good anymore. Not saying that that's a wrong thing for you to feel. I understand, and that's valid. Okay. That's not a thing that I've ever <laughs> you, said. You're trying to make sure. <laughs> like, I'm not, not trying to say that you're wrong. But <laughs> no, no, don't, no. You just don't have put to... words in my mouth. Yeah, you're trying not to be put on the, the chopping board, too. Like, I see. Do not I put see this, what it is. <laughs> do not put those words in my mouth, my friend. Don't put that I evil on me, Ricky Bobby. disliked the middle because I was forced to hear it a lot. <laughs> if, yeah, no. Also, maybe because I don't listen to like the radio and stuff like that, and so any song that I hear is one that I have chosen, and yeah. so therefore I'm not going to get tired of it because I choose to listen to it because like it's 2019 and we have Spotify. Yeah, but this came out in 2013 and I didn't where, have Sirius XM in my car. <laughs> where I had Spotify? Like, oh, shut up. Um, but uh. Yeah, and also it reminds me too much of Hallelujah, which is a very long, like slow, drab song. And I don't know, it's not my energy. It's really just not my energy. Um, yeah, like listen, I don't think this is his best song. I, this is not. Yeah. If I'm if I'm listening to Hozier, this is not the one that I'm going to. But yeah. is it the next one? No, I, I actually yeah. we're gonna get to that because I think yeah. this shows a pretty the existing conversation to be had in a. In a second. Okay, so two things. One, uh, like we both agree, the only reason he's on here is because he hasn't released his new album yet, right? Maybe like, the two singles he had put out in 2018 did not chart in the U.S. yet either. So we'll see. Yeah, um, uh, he's still charting. Like, I mean, like, Walk the Moon would have been on this list <laughs> if they had not released their second album. You know. Um. Well. I decided to put Walk the Moon in a different category for uh, another reason uh, that we're going to talk about near the end. Yeah, but they're... they're um, anyway. um, yeah, yeah. Also, I think this is a really interesting... So, we talk about the charts. We use the charts for this. I think, like, mostly to show the folly of, like, something of the Billboard chart. Yes, absolutely. You know what is a That is much, a big goal here. 
better barometer of popularity. Yeah. Because I was shocked that this one came up. Because yeah. if you're telling me but what's we, Hozier's second biggest hit, I'm going to say Work Song or Someone New. Because yeah, those songs were big. Those songs were huge. You know where you want to look yeah. if you want to see the real popularity of something? Top songs YouTube? on Spotify. Spotify. That too. Yeah. Like you look at an artist and it doesn't put them in exact order because it like changes based off of like recent popularity. Yeah. But still, like, Take Me to Church, 919 million lessons. Uh, work song, mm-hmm. 154 million. Someone new, 190 million. This song ain't in the top yeah. 10. Uh, yeah, and um, they don't give numbers, but um, Apple Music does it as well, and that's the exact same order that it's on Apple yeah. Music. Yeah, because um, those songs, right. are, those songs um, are better and more popular. Yeah, so, and here's another, like, example. Um, from Eden was number two in Ireland, where he's from. Um, yeah. From, also, he's from uh, Bray Wicklow County, so he probably oh, knows Finn Balor. Oh, know Finn? He knows Finn, right? They, oh, they're, man. Bu- they're buddies. Um, uh, can't believe Finn's a fae, because right? Hozier's a fae. <laughs> they're all I saw yeah. a great Twitter thread about how <laughs> Hozier's actually a fae. I saw, yeah. Um... But someone new only charted uh, 13, but it definitely has more certified gold in different countries and stuff, and it and yeah. there's that. But like I said, a... we were going by chart positions, and the yeah. big thing that we've come to agree on for um, this series is to show how like dumb chart positions can be. Yeah. Uh, um, and not to great... hold on to it. Yeah, as a great post. Fairies can't lie, which is why Hozier said no comment as to whether he is one of the folk. But then in another question said, Time's, time moves differently in the Fae realm. And then qualified his statement with, I'm joking, which suspiciously falls in line with the fact that the Fae are notorious for being mischievous. Therefore, <laughs> we can make the assumption that his statement was not a lie, but also not the full truth. In this essay, I... Uh, uh, but yeah, God. like I, I do... So like, like, I've never... I myself have never been one for uh it's just me i've never been one for for taking points away from something for being overplayed because like i don't know change the station uh but so i think yeah. taking church is great um but i don't but, but I, i'm literally not saying like it's overplayed as much as i just heard it yeah to no, a level point that i got tired of it oh yeah absolutely don't, yeah. don't take that away i, I would change um, i would change it when it came on that's the thing yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, yeah, I think Take Me Church is great. I think that whole album is fantastic. His new stuff is yeah. great. That dude is amazing. He is a fairy. Um, and if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Yeah, he's like 6'5", too, so he could step on me if he wants to. That'd be cool. 6'5"? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's definitely a fairy. Are you kidding? I, I, I saw some. I, he played a show in, in NYC a while back, and I had, like, five people mm. I follow on Twitter that went to it, and they were just like, yeah. oh, my God. Like we are, we are being taken to to the to the realm. This music is amazing. <laughs> so, um, more proof that like uh, charts don't mean shit. Uh, this next song, technically, this artist is not a one hit wonder. He's a no hit wonder because yeah. this song only charted like, seventy four. I like but, this song, but it, I, when you sent it to me, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, did this song really get that? Like, this is a good song, but like, did well, it have I, that much success? I thought it did because I thought it was ubiquitous. It was in movie trailers, uh, g- the yeah. one game trailer of game? Um, 
uh, Androm not Andromeda, uh, the last, uh, the remake or the the reboot of um, uh, Mass Effect, the fourth Andromeda. One. Yeah, it was Andromeda. Yeah, was um, it, it was really? in that. It was yeah, it was all over the place for like a couple of months. I personally didn't think I could escape it, and I'm not saying that, you know good or bad. I just thought it was should have been way higher, and yeah. um. And it charts itself, uh, Human by Rag and Bone Man. Um, oh, hey, hey, he hey. has platinum everywhere. All over this thing. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me Take a look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see it clearer, or are you deceived? In what you believe I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me The French love this dude He, This song went diamond in France Holy crap I always yeah, forget this dude's um, British. Yeah, right? It's weird. Um, and here's another thing. Uh, and this is me not paying attention. I, I couldn't even argue that they're really similar. I thought this was a Hosier song when I first heard it. <laughs> oh, no. Like, on the Wikipedia page, it says, like, the Daily Telegraph compared this song to Take Me to Church. Ah, uh, there you go. As they're very similar. Um, yeah. I, I do think I do think uh, this is another one like Hozier, where it's like uh, he'll have more. Yeah, this is on, only oh yeah you know, one that, album. That's another big deal. Yeah. yeah, and that 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 was one that was also a reason why I was apprehensive of doing this oh, yeah. because I knew a lot of it would but be I, one album people. I think, it's but so it is to interesting to see. Yeah, but and also again, if we're just looking at charts, there there is precedent that they could maybe still not hit. Because again, this is his big hit everywhere else, and yeah, it's pl even platinum in America. But it only charted seventy four, and it only has that forty mark of top forty shit. Yeah. Uh, but his next song also diamond yeah. in France, but with, so but he never also, really lost momentum. His next uh, this song though three hundred seventy two million plays on Spotify. Yeah. So like you know, I think it's a good way of showing that in the modern age. Uh, charts are bullshit also when oh, yes. i saw a picture of this dude i you know chris Gaines. you know what chris Gaines is it was uh, i think so in the mid 90s when garth brooks was the biggest artist in the world he was like i'm gonna do a rock yeah. album under the name chris Gaines." That's i 100 percent when i saw rag and bone man thought i was like oh this is action bronson's chris Gaines." when i heard that sound when the walls came down i was thinking about you about you where my skin grows old where my breath runs cold i'll be thinking about you about you seconds from my heart i put it from the door helpless 
Yes, I surrender, shackled by your love, holding me like this, poison on your lips. Only when it's over, the silence hits so hard. Cause it was almost love, it was almost love. It was almost love, it was almost love. When I heard I really love this song actually this um, song is very good this might i would say he's and i never heard this song until like the other day listen to it this might be my alternative to hosier because it is more upbeat and louder and that's just what i gravitate oh, towards yeah. more yeah like hosier's much um, more uh uh subdued but i i do like yeah. his more like that's why i think uh someone new is like maybe the the his best song is because it is such a fun upbeat song yeah um, but yeah, this guy's, I don't know. Yeah. It's also weird. He's a big old hairy white dude. And yeah. He's got that. He's Action Bronson. That, <laughs> he's got he covered is. tattoos. He's he so is funny. Action Bronson's Chris Gaines. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one listening to me. <laughs> they're standing right next to each other. That's Photoshop. Um. So, it also has a, a Bastille feel to me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say Which, it, I kind of see that. The, yeah, the, and that's also the vocals at least. Yeah, and that was also another band I was debating to put on here, not because like Happier is technically a featurette, but you know, it's again, it's some awesome because the fe- features are big now. Yeah. They're so huge. He uh, Rag and Bowman has one with Calvin Harris that's charting um, in UK and that kind of stuff. Uh, these kind Bastille? of artists do featurettes now. Bastille yeah? had a song on the Suicide Squad soundtrack that actually got some traction. It's not good. Oh, man. At one yeah, point, I... the lead singer in a high falsetto sings, and they don't want to fuck with us. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was um, the, it was written for Suicide Squad. No, that was Bright, wasn't it? No, that's right. It was written for Bright. Yeah. That other awful... Which is worse. To me, that's worse. Oh, it's, that it it's was worse. written for it's Bright. It's absolutely worse. <laughs> you should go on. This is off topic. There's a really great video from Lindsay Ellis, who does great uh, video essays on, on about film on YouTube. Yeah. About Bright. And how yeah. everybody's like, oh, the world building in Bright is so interesting. And she was like, it's literally the worst part about the movie because they didn't do any world building. They just took our existing world and stuck orcs in it, and none of it makes sense. Yeah. They, didn't, they did the worst, laziest world building. It's a really yeah, good video. It's very true. It's not. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's not good. Nope. So uh, I'm gonna keep on going uh, now okay. all the way to South Africa. Oh man, this song is so yeah, boy. good. Control 
I just want to get on my slap box and just sit on it and just boom, boom, boom. It's really <laughs> it's good. So, I love the Congos. And um, I, I actually wish... listened to this whole album, and it's such a weird, dark, wanky kind of album. See, that's what I was going to say and... we were with this. I wish I liked the rest of the album as much as I like this song. Yeah, like, like it just didn't it, land. It's for the me. same atmosphere, but it lacks the same kind of catchiness. Yeah, like honestly, I think it kind of feels the way of. Uh, this is not a direct comparison, but it's like like they led with their best thing. Like this is so yeah. good. It's like how the first Coheed and Cambria song I heard was "Welcome Home," and so like oh, for a while afterwards, I was like disappointed in them because I wanted every song to be that good. Yeah, and so and that's that kind of how I feel the about most this non-Coheed and Cambria song too. Yeah, that a lot of like, people don't realize. Incredible! It's like one of the best songs ever. Yes, um, it is. But yeah, I think that's part of it. It's just like I wanted the rest of their album to be is because this song is so good. It was everywhere in. Yeah. Uh, yes. Now it's on Six Flags commercials. Is it? Yes, it's the Six Flags commercials. This just this part. And their uh, tagline's uh, like, come with us. <laughs> oh, God, they get rid of the Venga bus and move to the Congos. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I... I Finally, after all this time. I remember it was on... the It was the trailer and commercial song for the Borderlands pre-sequel, and I was like, man, is that going to be the opening yes. credit song? Because like, Borderlands always has, like, really great songs in their opening credits. It's one of the things that helped yeah. Cage the Elephant blow up, even though they had already kind of yes. hit after... But um, the second game had Short right, Change right. Hero by The Heavy. It was so good. Yes, yes. Um, did you ever play? Um, but this one, did you ever play Tales from the Borderlands? It was like a, it was one of the Telltale no, like adventure games. Each no. had five episodes, and each one had that like basically each one had its own like opening cutscene with a great song playing oh, behind dude, it. I need to watch that on YouTube. Uh, let me see if I can find because the first uh, episode. Um. I was playing it, right? And my friend, my old roommate, Will, was coming down the stairs, and the song was playing. And he goes, oh, are you listening to Busy Earning by Jungle? He's like, man, that song would be so good in a Borderlands game. And he looks at the TV, and it was uh, the, <laughs> and that was the, the song for the first uh, episode. It's <laughs> so good. You guys uh, are good at that for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's, uh, Yeah. Pieces of the people we love to the top by Twin Shadows on there. Oh, oh. so good! Yeah, great soundtrack. Um, but Congo's and Congos have a new being. album come that's out this year too. Uh, it's like okay. called Nineteen Twenty Nine or something. Part one. Oh Jesus! <laughs> right. Oh um, hell! Here we go again. <laughs> yep. So. Ah uh, yes.
I like the style, but it's a little like creepy asshole. It's kind of weird. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Oh no, it's a weird chorus. It's an like, uncomfortable it's, chorus. It's not bad, but it's not what I wanted to follow up that first song. Yeah, it's you know? um, it's a weird spiraling feeling, and I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, but that whole album is kind of like that. It's it's got this pseudo uh, bad circus carnival vibe. Um. But it's not as charismatic oh, so as Come uh, With Me Now. So it's a, uh, it's a Insane Clown Posse album, is what I'm hearing. Uh, uh, it's the Dark sure. Carnival. Um, whatever. Stop it. <laughs> Did you know it was no. about Jesus the whole time? Yeah, I know, right? Man, it's deep. Deep, deep shit. May all the juggalos find him. Uh, yep. Praise so... him, boys. <laughs> Remember yeah, when so Easter was on 420? That joke never got old. Uh, yes, it did. Um, As someone who made that joke a lot, gonna respectfully disagree. <laughs> Whatever. You just wanted to be part of the group. I'm pretty sure I was the first person I knew that said it. God, it's like the time I. <laughs> it's like the time I. We were walking out of Jurassic. This motherfucker over here. Oh, we were walking out God. of Jurassic World. And me and Andy were yelling about how great the Raptors were. And I was like, hell yeah, hashtag Raptor Squad. And Jesse was like, really? And I was like, yeah, hashtag Raptor Squad. And this dude, this guy, <laughs> this piece of sh looked at me and called me a conformist for using the term <laughs> hashtag unironically. He called me... <laughs> I, I was like... I didn't, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize we were at Burning Man. Like, oh, please. <laughs> like, please tell me how much smarter you are than me for not liking things that people think are cool. God. <laughs> I will never forget that. I was just, it's like I got slapped That's in the face problem, with pretension. That's your problem, because I totally did. <laughs> like, I got slapped in the face with pretension. I'm glad, it was you, just... I'm glad you did. <laughs> God. Oh, man. So speaking of uh, not conforming, I'm not big on this next song. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, guess what? God. Hey, guess what? Play it. I hate this next song. Okay, cool. Sat till day morning, jumped out of bed, and put on my best suit. Got in my car, raced like a jet, all the way to. The biggest problem with you as a person is I don't know if I can say I don't like something without getting bitched at for 10 minutes. Listen. Because I really don't like this song. Yeah, no. No, you know what this song is? Um, People not understanding how good the police were and trying no. to fuck it up badly. No, this is white people, Jason Mraz, Caribbean music. Yeah. Like, this is just, this is just white people... Oh, it's I, and they're from I, Canada. I really like. I don't. I don't know why. Somewhere I like this song in so the much. magical like, land of Canada, 
this is not like the first time a Canadian has ripped off like a Caribbean <laughs> style. Remember Snow and Informer? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's God. I yeah. I hate this song. I hate this song so much. Like it's. If anybody. To me, it's just badly written and annoying oh, yeah, no. beyond also just that, the, the like, it sound. Is, it is a like, poorly written song and played song, but that wasn't enough. They also had to sprinkle cultural appropriation on it just to really get that <laughs> shit sandwich stirred together real nice. Yeah, go to the next one because I think it's aptly named Don't Kill the Magic. <laughs> also, the band's name is Magic! Exclamation point. If you want what white band this is but it's not good it's like, like many is, white bands together this is 10 years too late because this is half the oh, songs yes. from the 2000s one hit wonders yeah this is yeah this is like, um this is the somebody la- like we're talking about lazy this is like the laziest way all american yeah. rejects could have gone this is like it's... this is like someone gave snow patrol a drum machine <laughs> yes uh this will wake them up um i want to talk about how bad america was for this even canada only gave Rude six. Number one in the US for some fucking reason. That song was just huge, can't... man. I know. And I just, oh God. When did um, it come out? Uh, 2013. Yeah, I don't know where I heard it because I heard it a lot. I don't know where. It had to have I been sc- like I was working yeah. somewhere that just had like pop radio on. Yeah, I escaped it more than most people. I remember that. but um... I have a fun story about that later. Uh, oh, oh boy. Something like that, yeah. Uh, um, it's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, oh no, I just, I hate hold it. on. I hate it. I don't uh, like this band, I don't like, the, I don't like either of these songs. It's not good. What? Um, it says the official remix. Oh yeah, there's a remix with Ty Dolla Sign and Travis Barker on drums for some reason. Next song! Yeah, right? Yeah! flavor in here. So, you know, I talked about how I was out of touch. Yeah. Literally never heard this song before I pulled the audio. Whoa. All like, right. and that's, that's not weird. like, I'm not like bragging. It's a good song. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, and I knew yeah. the name El King. White Trash and Dale like, is great. Like, like uh, El King was like, 
Calvin Harris. Like I knew the name, could not have mm-hmm. picked out a song. Didn't know a single song by L. King. She's yeah. uh, Rob Snyder's daughter. It's my favorite thing about her. No, it's not. That's I right. just think it's funny. It's I do, weird. Because I remember uh, yeah. us talking about that, actually. Yes. In, yes. Because we saw... Um, uh, I saw... Uh, we saw NXT in Memphis. Yeah. At Minglewood Hall. And they were advertising an L. King concert, like, the next week. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, you, you know, know that's Rob Snyder's, Snyder's daughter? daughter? Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's and I was right. just like, I don't know any songs about her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This song is huge. Ten in the U.S. Um, double platinum, pretty much everywhere. Uh, five platinum in um, Australia. Cause why not? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's great. She's awesome. Uh, see, I know. I know. Like, I don't have a better word. What's better? What's a, the non-culture appropriation word for gypsy? Roma. Is that a slur? Roma. Okay. But she's not really actually Romany, but she the way yeah. this, this picture of her alone. Eight. She's like wearing like uh-huh. an orange hood cape and a banjo and her she's tattooed everywhere and stuff and she's kind of just a roaming girl. Yeah, a wanderer. Great. Like roaming around. Yeah. Wanderer is that work? Okay. Yeah, I mean I, I suppose. Know. I don't know. Um it's not a slur. But she's interesting. Yeah. There, there's not a there's not a good positive word to describe that, to decide to describe like not a wanderer, a vagabond, get, <sighs> vagabond is vac. See, I feel like vagabond's a negative word too, kind of. It might be negative. Um, I haven't used in like a very positive. All right, I just, whoa, Bill, I'm not fighting to use the word, man. I know. Breathe. All right, slow down. All right, um, play, play under the influence because that song's really good too. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I've actually, I think I might have actually heard this song before, but I can't. Interesting. Put my finger on it. Well, I was gonna say, she to me, this song kind of proves she's just as good as like Adele, and it, she kind of fits that area, but like a more like good. I, I don't know, subdued, good but crunchier like, Adele. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like rolling in the deep Adele if she stayed that way. Yeah, and also didn't like. I had some friends that were like singers, like singer-ass singers. Yeah. And uh, they couldn't listen to Adele because they were like, oh, yeah, no, she has a clock. Like, she's done in five years because of the way she sings. Like, she is destroying her vocal cords. And she's inspiring generations of young singers to destroy their vocal cords. And guess what? Adele had to, like, cancel most of the tour for her last album because she has destroyed her vocal cords. Huh. That's crazy. Like, Adele... It might have one more album left in her. 
because she the way Damn. she sings is just really bad for your vocal cords. The the burns brightest star at both ends candles. Exactly, and that's fine. See, they weren't yeah. mad about that. They're like, listen, that's what she wants to do. That's what she wants to do. But they were like, but also, she's not like saying don't emulate this. And there are millions yeah, yeah, of young yeah. girls out there singing in no, that I way and destroying their vocal cord. But you know, El no, King, I, like, I totally I'm understand have to, what like, you mean. Look up some El King because yeah, I, I knew the name. Never listened to any of this stuff. Yep. This is good. Very good. My girlfriend Caitlin loves her. She's obsessed. She's kind of uh, taken her place for her um, over Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Um, That's for, I, there was for obvious I reasons. Quite put my finger on, and yeah, she has a very Amy yeah. Winehouse vibe. Yeah. Oh god. How um, old is and I think L just has she? Like, okay, she's past twenty. Twenty-seven. We're good. She's 29. Yeah, We're she's good. like thirty, right? She's twenty-nine. 29. We're good. We're good. She's yeah. <laughs> that was close. Yeah, and also, even though she also did probably a bunch of, like, Amy Winehouse levels of drugs back in the day, her her, her daddy helped her clean up, actually, instead of uh, uh, Winehouse's dad, who was like, she's fine, which is where rehab comes from. That The whole, my daddy says I'm fine is, like, an actual real-life situation line where they told her, that she needed to go to rehab, and she was like, well, ask my dad if I should, who, you know, barely even knew who she was, cared about her until she got famous, and he's like, oh, no, she's doing fine. She doesn't need yeah. to go to rehab. Like, that's an actual <laughs> mirroring her lifeline, apparently, so. Like, here's a great sentence. L. King started dating Andrew Ferguson on January 2016. The couple met in a hotel lobby in London, got engaged 12 days later on a sailing ship around the San Francisco Bay. They married February 14th, 2016, and, and confirmed their intended divorce on Manuary May 15th, 2017. And yes. the dude the dude grabbed her by the throat and threatened to kill her, and he got arrested for domestic violence and what whatnot. That's yeah. pretty rough. That's, uh, yeah, that's, like, listen, you don't want to cast aspersions and make assumptions, but that's not usually something you do if you're entirely clean. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, she's got a, I think she's got a good look and everything. Yeah, I, I like her. I really like those songs. She's very, yeah. very good. Rapsha yeah, I think it's weird. She could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, also, speaking of being out of touch, yo, I literally never heard of this band before. I've never heard this song before. I pulled it. Like I really, thought you I thought you would. I thought you were fucking with me. I thought you sent me something fake to mess with me because I was Who like, "Who is this Swedish house mafia?" Yeah, I was like, never "Swedish heard house mafia." You just threw that into some random band name generator on the internet. Now you're just gonna send me on a rabbit hole and try to find some bullshit. That don't <laughs> There was a time I used to look into my father's eyes in a happy home. I was the king I had to go through Those days are gone Now the memories on the wall I hear the songs From the places where I was born Upon a hill across the blue Don't you worry, don't you worry now 
Yeah, this 2012, um, they actually announced that they were breaking up and doing a farewell tour a month after this song came out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so this was, this was a swan song, pretty much, for them. Uh, they are really big all the time, uh, and this was number six in America and, like, number one everywhere else, um, just about. Uh, fucking so many multiple platinums on this. Um, yeah. Is this, like, a... Was this like on a commercial? Like where? Like, oh, Probably. Weird, I was looking. Yeah, I was looking for also, that. Also, the band got back together last year. And yes, they did. Again. I was gonna bring that. Oh, um, I mean, it was just well. It was just fe- it was featuring just dance. I don't know. It just oh, says yeah. there's not a lot yeah. to it. It just. But I remember it blowing yeah, up. Like it, a boy. Let me tell you, I you could have told me this got real big because it was in an Internet mm-hmm. Explorer trailer, and I'd believe you. <laughs> Um, it has almost 600 million views on YouTube, so there's at least that testament, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, um, oh. yeah, I, I don't know. I remember this hitting, it's, and I, I enjoyed I mean, it. It's, and it was the right is, time period for that stuff. It, it's ex- If you ask me, hey, what's a what's a one-hit wonder in 2012, I would have drawn something like this. Like, oh, yeah, of course right. it's this. Why not? Yeah. Both. Um, uh, so, and this is my kind of fun dancing music, and the next oh, yeah. one is a, oh, pretty no. close like, to it as well. This, when I was listening to it, when I pulled it, I was like, oh, yeah, this could have been on our 90s list. Because this yes. is some, like, what is love type stuff. Yeah. Into the streets, we're coming out. We never sleep, never get tired. Through urban fields and suburban life Turn the crowd up now, we'll never back down Shoot down a skyline, watch it on prime time Turn up the love now, listen up now Turn up the love Who's gonna save the world tonight? Who's gonna bring Yeah, so this was um, the first album, off, or the first song off this album, that same that Don't You Worry Child was, because this is their only like 2010 album, uh, Save the World, and it was like number four in Sweden, and it charted enough. It uh, did five platinum in Sweden, but it did you know nine platinum, uh, or Don't Don't You Worry Child was nine platinum, so they about evened each other out. Um, Some jock jams bullshit. <laughs> It is, which I hate because I really like it. And I don't no, like listen, <laughs> I don't mean that as a negative. I yeah. like he who did not have a Jock Jam CD when they were a child throw the first stone, and I'm not picking up any rocks. Uh, Lulz. <laughs> but this is like very out of time. Like this is like wow, this is really yeah. very 90s, which is like in a good way. It's a fun little right. throwback. Yeah, like the again, this is Sweden, and it's like they have their own kind of shit going on I, we've explained how uh, aha was making top 10 singles all the way to 2009 yeah so 
Sweden is very much in their own world enjoying their stuff, and sometimes it's things leak out. Yeah. And this is pretty good. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Cesaro over there again. So the next song. Yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> Cesaro I'm not gonna say these guys probably. I'm not going to, I don't want to reveal what the song is before we start to play it, but I have a fun story okay. about this song. This song was huge in 2012. Like, yeah. The biggest song in 2012. Yeah, like, like we I, started with uh, Psy, which yeah. was this phenomenon, but I think this is, would be the only song yeah. to like etch it out. I managed to go until March 2013 without hearing this song. And it, was there a reason was, for that? Well, it wasn't like a, a, a hipster thing or like it, I made it like halfway through the summer and I still hadn't heard it. And then I was like, when it's like the biggest song in the world. Right. But I still hadn't heard it. And I was like, oh, this is a challenge now. Oh, that's right. You've told me this story. Yeah. How long could I go yes. without hearing it? And you walked in somewhere, didn't you? I saw the very good Steven Soderbergh movie Side Effects. It had ah. Jude Law, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Rooney Mara, and Channing Tatum in it. Very good. If you like Hitchcock, go see side effects. Great thriller. Uh, and I had some friends of mine that would text me when I was getting out of the movie. And they were like, hey, you want to go get something to eat? I was like, yeah, pick me up at the movie theater. And they pick me up, and I get in the car, and I hear... <laughs> and I screamed. <laughs> I was so upset. I mean, it's so long. I love this fucking song. It's it's really good. Um, it it takes me to kick up real quick for me while it's going. This song literally is what made me stop being a bitch and pining over uh, my first girlfriend who broke up with me oh, and then man. married and then married a guy short in shorter time than we were together. Oh wow! And I just I was losing my mind. It was the worst feeling ever. This is and then this, this song very, came out. This is a very good cathartic breakup song. Yeah. No, I heard this song and like with a bullshit tear in my eye, I was like, Yeah, he's right. This, <laughs> this like, indeed, this, this is like the like reasonable version of this. If it's a bad breakup, you listen to DOA by the Foo Fighters, because then you're mad. Yeah. All right. So it was. Ironically, it was two songs. That it was this and um, uh, "Under the Bridge" by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. For some I reason, I have to go. I have to go. I know that's a weird, right? It's a weird <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> drugs were not involved, I promise. But it was because I, I listened to the city part of that. But this, anyways, you can pump this up now. <laughs> Slap me. Question. Yo. How big yeah. is this song without that really good video? I don't know. Because that's, that's a, a good question. Over a billion views on YouTube. Yeah. Like, where is this song without? Because the first time I saw something about this song was at Best Buy. Because they were using that video to sell TVs. Nice. But they didn't have the sound. Um, so, but, this like, parody like... is really negative. Oh god. But um, they someone did the Star Wars that I used to know just to bitch about the prequels. 
but it was just this video with a guy dressed as Anakin, and then they got a guy who looked just like George Lucas. So you have a dude who looks like George Lucas naked getting painted squares, and it's really funny. That shows how dumb those people are. Oh that yes, they are, that they are opining for the days of George Lucas. Uh, but yeah, this song is so good, and I think everyone knew that they yeah. c- they did not have any destiny. Give me this part. One hit wonder. Give me this part. Just so such good minimalist, like oh yeah. But um, everybody knew this was gonna be a one-hit wonder. Everybody, because it was well, too big. What's, it was too well, big. Yeah, and what's really weird is he still like does kind of tours and shows up and stuff, but he hasn't made a new song or album or anything since this. Yeah, he's done. He's done a lot of featurettes and stuff, but he's done nothing. It's almost like eight years. It's crazy. And I don't... Interesting. It's because he's been working. So he he became friends with uh, Jean Jacques Perry, who was a big yeah. electronic music pioneer. Yeah. And he died in uh uh a few years ago, and he has been working to like preserve his legacy. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. So I tried to look up some stuff, and I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. Because he, he works, he just doesn't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just got, he's just like one of those weird artists that's just got a bunch of other stuff going on. So me and my friend are doing our favorite 100 songs of the decade. Holy shit. And he's an idiot. Yeah. What, what in 2017, do? he revealed that he chose not to allow online advertising in his music videos, meaning that uh-huh. somebody that he used to know was viewed over a billion times. He foregoed like millions of dollars. Ah, uh, he's a weird hey, listen, dude. I understand capitalism is is rough. But the you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Come but on. this is probably in my top ten, top fifteen songs oh, of the decade. I forgot that somebody that that the woman on somebody that you should know was Kimbra. It's Kimbra, no, no, no. So I had no clue that was Kimbra. Kimbra yeah. came out with her album like last year, and then Kimbra I saw last. she was featured. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. holy, sh- where had she really been like- for six years? Ah. Making that album, I love that album. I know you're not right. too big on it. I love that album. Yeah, it's not bad, but I was yeah, I was just as shocked. I was like, "Whoa, that was fucking Kimbra." Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just he just does his thing. But yeah, so this is yeah, I would put this high up on on songs of the decade. Yeah, it's it still resonates with me. My girlfriend hates the song for some reason. I don't. It's fine. <laughs> I can understand why someone would not like. Uh, yeah. This song, it is very she different. Yeah, she it also very told me she was in a really and... dark place when she first heard it yeah. the first couple times. And like, so. part of it is like, yeah, like this song is so personal that like, yeah. it can very easily attach itself to a bad memory and you just never want to hear it again. Like that is, I'm not going to get into it, but that is me with literally anything by Neil Young. Yeah. I cannot listen to Neil Young because of what that represents from something that happened to me a long time ago. Uh, and so I get it. It's like, I understand Neil Young's very good. I never want to listen to Neil Young. I can't, yeah, yeah. I physically can't listen to Neil Young. Um, 
So the only other song he ever had that like remotely charted in any way is Eyes Wide Open, also on his album. enjoy this song a lot um actually i would yeah I loved somebody I used to know so much i actually listened to this album um he has a song on that wasn't a single or anything on that album called state of the art and it sounds like one of the more wacky fun uh gorilla songs it's a lot okay. of fun and that's and one of my more favorites like yeah i i think like somebody used to know is a better song this is a more listenable song like, I, I can get that I like, think that I, album's I'm, really good, more than yeah. I think people would be aware of, because, you know, who listens like, to the albums from one Somebody that used to know, got, it's just too, like, when, when that's your first, like, when that's what you hit hit with, and it's that yep. big, don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. Yeah. And it really um, feels like he knows, and that's why he hasn't gone back to the studio to pull out a new I, album. He's yeah, got other stuff he hearing, can do. I remember hearing something, I could be wrong, but, it, like, he was a really private dude the whole time, and, like, him going to the Grammys or whatever to for the awards was like yeah. the most he had been in the public eye ever. Yeah. Like like going to any kind of events or anything was the, that was the most he'd ever done. So I'm not super shocked that he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this again. So I'm just going to not make music the traditional way and do other stuff. Um, but at least we have this, I guess. And yeah, somebody used to know it's just, oh, it's so good. Um, it's, it's very good songs. All right, uh, so, so there's a secondary segment. Before you get bit. to that, it's more like conversation. Yeah. Before you get to up? that, I was curious. Yes. We were talking about like Spotify and everything. Yeah. So I went and looked at the Spotify numbers for all these songs. Yeah. From least to most listened to. Okay. At the bottom, we have a tie at 123 million of yeah. "Come With Me" by the Congos and "Too Close." Yeah. Right above that is Gangnam Style. 184 million. Wow, because it's, yeah. it's over. <laughs> They're done right with above it, that. Dude. At 246 million is X's and O's. Mm-hmm. 250 million is John Newman with "Love Me Again." Uh, 372 million is Human. Uh, 395 million is "Don't You Worry, Child." 458 million is somebody that I used to know. 567 million is Rude, and number one with a bullet. Is take me to church with nine hundred nineteen million. Yeah, and you know what? I could not have guessed. Like, if I were on my own, like instinct or whatever, try to put yeah. that in order, I'd probably get the bottom half right. I probably would have gotten the top half wrong. Yeah, because it's like it's. I think, but this is a much. I think it's a much more interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think yes. take me to church is absolutely the most popular song out of that list. It doesn't matter yeah. what chart it. Same for same for like honestly, surprise, rude isn't higher as long as ubiquitous. 
But and Rag and Bone Man's probably higher than you expected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's super interesting because it's it's a better indication of what people are listening to, and yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Nobody's listening to Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style wasn't a song that people went out of their way to listen to. It was, it was a an event. It was a thing that yeah. Yeah. It was too a... close. Too close was never popular. It's, it's like it's like in the simpsons it's just like, like what a what a gangnam style and too close have in common <laughs> or what, what popular what popular uh one hit wonder was featured in an uh in an internet explorer commercial if you answered too close you're incorrect it was never popular uh, <laughs> that's right it's because it only hit because it was in that commercial that's the only reason people played it on the radio was the yeah. only reason it charted so i want you to keep the spotify thing open because this is going to be a good Oh. Indication. Me and Josh one um, time had a really in-depth conversation about which bands have the biggest gap on Spotify between their yeah. top song and their second song, and I think that yeah. would be an interesting episode. Yeah, we could definitely do that at some point. Uh, I like that. So, um, so all right, all right, because these are technically this one is hit more wonders, proving, yes, but like obviously not a one-hit wonder. Yeah, and the next uh, the five bands I'm about to bring up are also in that category. Okay. Um, they're technically all one-hit wonders, yeah. um, but they're but they're not. Yeah. And that is, um, Foster the People, Walk the Moon, Lumineers of Monsters of Men, and Alabama Shakes. Yeah. So Foster um, the People. Foster the uh, People has a bullshit thing of sit next to me is at forty-two. That's so you so wouldn't God, technically count so it, which is bullshit. You know, Pumped Up Kicks was three. Yeah. And I really love Color on the Walls. Uh, Don't yeah. stop. I love that so, song. You, um, so, like, Pumped Up Kicks is 542 million. Sit next to me, only 102 yeah. million. Okay. Which is surprising. So, it doesn't shock me. That song yeah. wasn't huge, but I loved it. Yeah. I love that song. Um, but here, here's the thing that's going to shock you more um, Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance is four. One foot is only 65. Wow. Position wise. Yeah. Well, no. So, Shut Up and Dance. Boy, this is a contender. Uh, uh, Shut Up and Dance, 604 million. Yeah. On Spotify. How many plays does one foot have on Spotify? How, take uh, 80,000. 59 million. Yeah, that's I, what I meant. I meant yeah, I 80 million. Yeah, My I bad. really thought it would be higher than that. Because that song, I don't know, yeah. maybe it's just listening to alt radio. Because that song's huge. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's another charts. thing with this. All these it's guys cool. yeah. it's, feel like it's, they should be bigger. Right? Like 59 um, million. That shocks me. Yeah. So Lumineers... Uh, oh hey, or which I can't believe the name of that fucking song. I, I um, was number tell you three. A second Lumineer song. Um, Ophelia or Cleopatra? Because I heard I, those on all radio all the time too. I could probably, I could probably pick out Ophelia. Oh yeah, that one. So Ho oh, hey is at four hundred forty-three million. Yeah. Ophelia two hundred seventy-eight million. Yeah. That's tall. That's higher than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, that's way I mean, higher. That's higher than Foster People, and I don't know how I feel about Lumineers that. Lumineers <laughs> has several that are over... 100, 100 like, million? Yeah, they have Flowers in Your Hair at 116, uh, Sleep on the Floor is 121, mm-hmm. and Stubborn Love is 172. All right, and here's the one I'm super curious about, because I did not realize that these guys were one-hit yeah. wonders and didn't feel like it. Uh, of Monsters and Men. Bill <sighs> Talks is number 20, and Mountain Sound was only 103, and it, they don't have any other charts for U.S., but they have plenty for the U.S. alt. Man, it bummed me out that their second album didn't hit because I love that first album. Yeah, but their second so what album, we got? 
the second album just kind of moved away from like it's kind of like the uh the mumford and sons thing where they moved away from the folkiness of it and, uh... yeah, yeah 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 that's what i figured so little talks 375 million that's lower than I expected for that. I was expecting that to be in yep. the 602. Wow. Uh, also, you forgot to mention their second biggest song, which is Dirty Paws. Dirty Paws was huge. Dirty Paws uh, did not uh, chart at all. Yeah, because the charts are that's, no. that's 150. The I, know, yeah, I, know. I, I know, I know, yeah. That's no, the point. No, no. Uh, uh, 156 million and Mountain Sound, 108 million. Okay, that's that's pretty substantial compared to those. And then your 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 people, Alabama Shakes. With um, uh, Hold On was only 93 in the U.S. And nothing else charted on the uh, Hot 100. doesn't have a song over 100 million. Oh, wow. Um, I about that. Hold On, 80 million. Don't Want to Fight, 74 million. Uh, Always All Right, 30 million. Sound and Color, 51 million. Yeah. So, all right, I have one last, uh, one Always more. All Right is an underrated song that doesn't get talked about that much because it wasn't released on, like, an album album. It was a single. Yeah. I think it was in the movie silver linings playbook such a good song yeah so here is the real real shocker and proof why um charts are crap okay black keys don't have a single song over the fort in the 40s of the hot 100 yeah. i mean that that doesn't shock me at all what spotify say for it i'm very <laughs> curious okay let me see here black keys lonely boy 182 million Wow. How Howlin' for You, 172, and Tighten Up, 119. That's Here's the thing, though. You have to understand shocking. when it comes to Spotify. Yeah. Like, it's because we were looking at the, some of the biggest songs from the past decade. Yes. You have to adjust the curve you grade on. Anything no, over, yeah. like, 60 million on Spotify is pretty incredible. Right, right. Um, That's fair. And How, so, Howlin' yeah. for You didn't chart at all, so it being number two also is very telling. That's such a good telling. song. Yeah. Such a good song. Um. Yeah. Going on the sea. Little Black Submarine is only twenty-two million. That song needs to be higher because it's one of my favorite songs of all time. That that song specifically is on my top one hundred songs list I as well. Love Little Black song. Submarine like is my the, fucking the, jam. The fucking the 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 shift in the middle, like yeah. The, the second half is better because Da-da-da. the first half, like Da-da-da. the second half is better because the first half exists, and the first half is better because the second half exists. Yes, it's it's so one good. of those perfect I, songs like that. It's that's one of the songs where like when I had XM in my car, if that song was on and I pulled into a parking spot, I was not getting out of the car till it was over. So, yes, but yeah, no, Little Black Submarines is in my top yes. like twenty five as well. It's so good. Speaking of, um, what are they doing something else? It's been five years. Yeah, I don't know. They they probably guess, burned like, out because of how fast his, they had to... Dan Auerbach's got his fingers in a lot of pies. Like, he yeah. released a solo album last year. Mm-hmm. And also, this is also another telling. Um, for for Black Keys specifically, out of the f- six bands we just uh, brought up, uh, they're the only ones with, like, multi-platinum albums. Yeah. Especially El Camino and Brothers. Yeah, like, uh, those other ones... Don't Black have Keys that. were really big for what they were there for. Yeah. And I still think like, they were, like, at 2010, they were the godfathers of the kind of alt music yeah. we hear now. Like, oh, they were the start uh, of that. No, I think they were the tail end of the last generation of alt music. Because the alt music you hear now is very upbeat, very electronic, very poppy. Like, I think the yeah, Black Keys were, addition, like... Yeah, there's that addition, but I think, the, like I said, like, it was... Black like, Keys and Skrillex coming up around the same time, and people heard those two like, sounds. I think there's and way put more it Skrillex together. in like because you turn on Alt Nation right now, 
most of your, you're not going to have many like Dan Auerbach sound and singers in those songs. They're mostly going to be like poppy, which I think is great. But like, I, I feel like if anything, they were like the old, they are the old guard. Like they mm. represent what a lot of the stuff used to be. They were like, it's them and the Foo Fighters. Oh, maybe. I don't think I can compare them and Foo Fighters. I don't think they're doing the same any thing. capacity. I don't but, think they're doing, like, their music isn't the similar at all, but, like, they right. are both representing an older type of rock and roll yeah. that you don't find that much anymore. That is yeah. not... They, and they've been around a lot longer and stuff, yeah. and Which I is get not that, a but... criticism. Black Keys are fucking awesome, and I'm glad yes. that they're doing what they do. Uh, and there's, you know... And right behind them, I would say, I guess you want to talk about Old Guard, New Guard. Maybe it was them and them being popular at that time, transitioning to Mumford & Sons being right behind them. Mumford and Sons. What a sharp fall that band had. Did you know <laughs> yes. did you know Mumford and Sons released a new album like a couple months ago? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah no, I, no, I you did didn't because nobody yes, I did. did. I don't I, believe you. Sure. You I, you know me and how I keep I know, up with music. I also know that I'm fucking with you. Um I know and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well also do you know that the Rack and Tours just released two new songs? See that I didn't know because Yeah, eat it. Um, but also you feel validated like, now like Mumford and Sons first two albums are really good and then they were like but what if we made Coldplay and they did and we were like no what if you didn't do that and then they were like but what if we did that again and it's just like okay you do you like that album yep. they said like, we're doing our third album and it's going to be any acoustic it's all going to be like electric no banjos or anything it's like okay and just oh congratulations you just made <laughs> the daddiest dad y'all, rock y'all's is y'all's is gone now we'll always have the video for hopeless wanderer though yeah. and that makes me happy because it's one of the best music videos of all time i mean i do genuinely like little lion man the cave like no I very love, very much i love that first album like unironically yeah. i think that first yeah. album is awesome um oh what's the name of that song on it what hold on a second what's the name of that song on the first album oh god uh dust bowl dance have... i love that song yeah. i think that song's incredible <laughs> after the storm put this one weeds Light my soul white blank page all oh, great songs great songs top to bottom and they were like but what if Coldplay? like what if not and they're like but 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 <laughs> What if Coldplay can't even get away with? But what if Coldplay anymore? Right? You know which one are they doing? <laughs> yeah. What is the last Coldplay thing? Thank you, Kit Snow. Last Coldplay 2015 was the last Coldplay. Head full of album. dreams. I remember that. <laughs> oh my god, that was the weirdest thing. So, um, you know the band Bring Me the Horizon? Yeah. Uh, the their lead singer, who I'm pretty sure is dumb as a rock. Uh, tried to like sue Coldplay for their album covers having the same designs, even though it's just oh. like a generic geographical thing. It was bad yeah. and dumb. Did, they they were probably just like, well, they ripped off Joe Santriani. Maybe I can convince people they ripped off me. <laughs> yeah, I just um, they're I, still writing say, off something just like this, which I hate that song. Can I say something? Yes. And this is a this is maybe oh, no. a controversial statement, and this is a. I think Coldplay is fine. I mean, I've always liked Coldplay. Just like, I don't, not that Chainsmoker song. I don't dislike Coldplay. I don't like Coldplay. I think they're fine. I don't understand the, like, visceral reaction that they get. It's like, 
people who hate Coldplay are the same people who think they are interesting for hating you too, and they're not. <laughs> and yeah. it's like I just it's don't... all about popularity for some reason, resenting that even though that's yeah. kind of the goal listen, of entertainment. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It is still bland, fucking doctor waiting room wallpaper <laughs> dad rock. I'm not gonna. I I will cast no. Just like that's 100 what Coldplay is. It's fine. It's fine. It's not worth getting mad about. It's Coldplay. Who cares? I really like Paradise. Yeah, that's a cool song. Yeah. Um. No. So the one of the best coolest things ever that for whatever dumb reason, like teared me up. Even though I had to think about the racial implications of it, oh, was dear. the 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 Chinese version of Yellow at the end of Crazy Rich Asians? Oh yeah, they did they did a, they did Yellow in Mandarin, and I had to think it's like, is there a reason why they chose Yellow specifically? Like, is this color oriented? I don't know how to feel. Yeah, I could see it going either way. Right, it was weird, but it was still really pretty and nice. And the fact, and it took me like a full ten seconds before I realized that's what it was. And I was like, "Holy crap!" Because they did a a, man, a Chinese version of Material Girl earlier in the movie. It was really cool. That's a very good movie. It's very smart. It's a smart movie, and I hope maybe George Takei is his dad in the sequel. Maybe we, yeah, we'll finally. Maybe we'll have to wait another twenty five years to get a major Hollywood release of a all Asian <laughs> cast. Right. Oh my! Never mind. I don't want to talk about how stupid people are. Yeah. They just. I saw the word. Don't and don't reply to me. Uh, that's because you follow the wrong people. I'm aware that I find stupid shit people say on the internet. I don't look for it. It just happens. But people were calling it like Black Panther for Asian people, and I was like, y'all are so fucking stupid. Oh my god, it's so dumb. Anyways. I'm- uh, I'm Jesse, this is Adam. Oh, hold up a second. <laughs> no. I don't think that's a one-to-one comparison, but I don't think it's an unreasonable thing to say. It is a I cultural mean, event in sure. film, which is something they don't get very often. Like, But they were saying it, it very negatively, like it only oh, exists. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't, no, no, no. As no, a it was a thing, negative thing. Okay. It was saying, saying this only exists thing, because it's Black Panther for Asian people. Okay. Yeah, no. I was about to say, it was like, a as a positive thing. thing, like, yeah, obviously it's a cultural touchstone. That's cool. Okay, I see what you're saying. No, you follow it was the negative as fuck. Trust me. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. It's I'm the Jesse, weirdest this thing. is Adam. I, it's the weirdest thing. I'm on social media way more than he is at NA Davis 47. I don't see any of this stuff. So obviously, I'm doing I mean, it's not on Twitter because I actually do stuff off of Twitter, but you know. I have curated my shit right so I don't have to go anywhere else that's fine yeah good for you (laughs) existentialism don't follow me you can't at me though it's fine Uh (laughs) i don't need to teach you if you respond to things that people i don't need to be taught untag the person who retweeted it (laughs) no actually i don't know how to work twitter it's kind of fun to just fucking be so bad at it don't make me tap the sign hold (laughs) a second oh god uh You can find it's, it's uh, consumerism with the one instead of an I. Yeah, there's just a great fucking tweet. It says, if you reply to something I retweeted and insist on including me in the reply, please do not fucking embarrass me. And somebody <laughs> turned that into the on The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, don't make me read the sign. Yeah, don't like there's the sign. It says that, so don't make me tap the sign. And it's just a <laughs> sign in the bus that says that. That's great. 
but yes, uh, Anna Davis 47 on Twitter. I sit fucking consumerism with the one for the eye. Anything else? What are we, do, do you know what we have ahead of us? What are we, what are we doing next um, week? You need to start watching One Piece again oh, for like in, in three weeks from now. Okay, so. all right. I was about not to next say, week. like, not next oh, week. Oh, dear God. Um, probably the first week of February, or the second, I guess, because first week was is probably going to be um, covering the Rumble for our wrestling thing, because uh, we're just going to have to start doing that since they keep having pay-per-views at the end, very tail end of the months. Yeah, so um, what are we doing? So, yeah, what are we looking at next weekend? Uh, man... I don't know. Oh, don't I want to do a movie right thing. Yeah, probably a movie thing. If okay. if I can't fi- figure out anything MCU, probably try to get oh, all that out of the way. Yeah, it's been a while since we've yeah. touched on that. Um, when we were talking about John Wick the other night, I was Ooh. like, man, I want. Yeah, I was thinking, and we have till like May because it'd be fun to like do it like yeah. right before John Wick comes out to like yeah. do um of this decade action movies of that level. So you'd have like Ooh. John Wick, The Raid, Equalizer, that kind of stuff. Oh, I think that'd five, be a fun Fury Six, yeah. Fury yes. Seven. Fury Even though we've eight. already done that, <laughs> but like, I, I was thinking, I was thinking specifically like small scale though, like because those are Dread. all small scale. None of them made like, yeah. I think Dread's I think that'd be one. interesting. Yes, I think yes, Dread would be one, one of them that doesn't get talked about enough. But like, yeah, you don't and it kind of was the first Dread. one of the decade to start that kind of feeling. Well, it was to, to bring that back in the raid, like because Dread was just the raid. Like, it was, yes. Like, I remember when Dread came out, everybody said, like, oh, this is just the raid. It's awesome, and it's great, and it, like, it picked a great thing to emulate. But, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, there's so much of current action cinema that you can trace right back to the raid redemption. Yeah. So and I'll make a quick shout-out. Um, the Shutter app, I thought, was just a bunch of, like, B-horror movies and stuff. But yeah. there's a shit ton of Japanese gangster films on there. Um, huh. Specifically from a director named Takeshi Miike. And he is bloody as fucking great. Um, he he did a movie in 2010 called 13 Assassins, which is literally Seven Samurai on steroids. Like, on bloody-ass fucking well, steroids. I mean, I mean um, I, it, of course it's on steroids. There's six more of them. Yeah, it, that, that's part of it. But also the murder. Um, did a movie called Blade of the Immortal, which is on Hulu. And then he did this huge like cult classic thing in 2001 called Ichi the Killer. And it's basically the japanese equivalent of um fight club where the wrong people got the wrong message from it because oh, it's because yeah it's really gory and it emulates gangster um mentality and stuff but um a lot of that is forbidden in japan so the point of the movie was supposed to be like yeah look how fucked up these guys are you don't want to be like them but that's of course not what the what people yeah. got from it uh but uh it's it's that was a Allegedly the goal. It's what the dude said, but no one's listened to him. And it's been like 19 years. Like, But yeah, so he's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of stuff. There's um, But yeah, so Shudder has a bunch of Japanese gangster films. And I'm probably going to watch all of that over the week. Alright. Also, uh, play Yakuza. I know! That's all the list. Not, not gonna let, not gonna let you, I'm not going to let it go until you fucking play Yakuza. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we will be back next week. Uh, this Wednesday, we'll have a new Pasta Mania. We'll be doing Hell in a Cell 2014, 2013. I was thinking to uh, say, fuck, I'm, I'm screwed. Nope, nope, Hell in a Cell 2013. 2014, yeah. what was 2014? That was Ambrose and Rollins, right? Where Bray Wyatt yeah. showed up at the end. That was weird. 
Uh, hey, you know what's crazy? Um, what? Extreme Rules 2014 that we're going to cover later in Passamania, the theme song for that is um, uh, Come With Me by the Congos. Sounds about right. Uh, speaking of right. theme songs and one-hit wonders and the best songs of the decade, I'm Adam. He's Jesse. We will see you next week. Goodbye. I wish you the